0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I want to say good night, but I'm not ready for you to go to bed yet because I want you to take time out and listen to this show. Uh, Thank you for joining me today, and welcome to your show, Fruit for Your Soul, with your spiritual life coach, Cordelia Reed. I am so happy you joined me today. I have to tell you, it's been a journey since I first started doing my podcast, and I've had so many uh, comments and people just being they have life change experiences from listening to this uh, spiritual experiences and it's so encouraging and so inspirational and enough to keep going so I, I hope that you listen to something today that truly changes your life and as a thank you to you and a tribute to you for listening in today the name of this show is called celebrating the uniqueness of you and uh, I came to this because I feel that there are so many people out here that are, um, it just seems like such a time people are not really into who they truly are. And they're, they're striving to be who they are, but they really don't know. So they're trying and trying and they may somehow start comparing themselves to something they see in social media, people that work next to them, sit next to them at work, whatever it is. It's like a natural phenomenon to, co- to compare yourself. And you don't really realize that, hey, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So that brings me to those words. Psalms 139, 14, King David says, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and thy soul knoweth right will. Let me ask you something. Do you know what he meant when he said fearfully? How can you be fearfully on one end and wonderfully on the next? I I love this because it, it really describes a lot of things in my life. And before I can even begin to tell you how unique you are, I want you to understand how unique I am. And it only makes sense, right? I mean, it's just me and you having this conversation. You might as well know a little bit about me. I know a lot of times I talk in these podcasts. I give some examples like in the first season. But this time I'm going to go a little bit deeper because, you know, there are some things that have been spoken of in my life that I'm currently living out now that I just found these things out a couple of years ago. But have I known these things 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago? It probably would have made a difference in how I reacted to things in life. Now, it wasn't supposed to be that way. I get it. And that's how it was going to be because it's about the journey, right? And not about the destination. However, once I tell you this, you're quite getting an understanding from what I'm saying. So King David said he was fearfully and wonderfully made. Fearfully just truly means having a way to understand who you are. And then going deeper to understand how Christ made you. A lot of times we are afraid to go to that area, right? It's just like, you know, you hear people say, you know what, men don't like to express themselves or women are, they express themselves too much. And then on one end, the women are saying things they're not dealing with inside. On the other end, men are dealing with processing and processing things inside. They're just not letting it out, right? So, you know, from a very, very, very early age, I, um, uh, just as early as you can remember having memories. For me, that age was probably two or three years old. And, you know, um, I think that I could never explain what was going on with me, but I'd be in the bed sleeping at night, and all of a sudden I have like what I would call repetitive dreams. And they were very repetitive because I still remember them to this day, vividly, like I just had them yesterday. But I would have these repetitive dreams of people around me surrounded me like I was in this African village and I would get really stiff and I couldn't move and it got to a point as a really really young child that I would just anticipate it and the problem with this is that it's sleep sure enough and you wake up and you go about your day because you kind of forget about it right but it doesn't forget about you so then you get this thing in the back of your head subconsciously that you're not dealing with even as a child, and you're acting out accordingly. You are, you know, I was always this very, you know, kind of loud extrovert, I want to say. Um, You know, I I had great love for my parents, but at the same time, I knew something was really, really different about me. Um, I did not know what it was. I was not putting the sleep situation with my current wake situation. It would just, to me, in my mind, two separate situations and people don't really talk about this. So they may say, oh, I had a you know a weird dream or something like that. But even as, as a child, you don't really express that. You might tell your parents, hey, I had a bad dream. But those dreams to me were not really bad. It was, I, as far as I was concerned, I didn't even understand it was a dream. Because a dream, would, to me, was something you actually closed your eyes, went to sleep, got into a deep sleep, and things started happening and people around me and blah, blah, blah. It Probably most people like to think of dreams is good. And then you wake up and you know it was a dream. Well, to me at this point in my life, I had no idea because I was awake. And I just closed my eyes and I see these people. I open them up. I would hear them, but they wouldn't be there. And that happened to me for years. And I always knew something was going on. I always knew that um, there was this place in my heart that just seemed to be needing to be filled. you know, like I said, I got my parents love, but there was still something else missing there. And then, you know, my parents, I grew up in church and I always had this knack for spirituality. Now I grew up Baptist and to me, um, you know, and this is just no pun intended, that was just more religion, but it still pointed me in the right direction. I say religion because... Our church did not focus on spiritual warfare. I'm not sure why. This could be that part where King David says, fearfully and wonderfully made, which is true. Uh, you know, we are fearfully to the point where we don't even understand those parts unless we start talking about them and dealing with them only with the Holy Spirit. So at the same time, I grew up feeling that like something was missing. And I, you know, I could, I have an instinct just like you all have, but I wasn't tapping into it. And even as a teenager, I knew that I was, something was really different about me, but I really couldn't verbalize it myself. I just acted accordingly and I, I felt greatness. I felt a whole lot of things. I didn't understand how to steward it as a child, but then I became an adult and completely forgot about it. But once again, it didn't forget about me because then things, other things started changing in my life. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I don't know what it feels like to go five or six days a week and some people say they may have a dream, they may not. Okay, I'm guaranteed to have a dream. My dream, about five days a week, I probably have the same dream at this point in my life. Now, these are really good dreams, by the way. My dreams are like in sequences. They're soap operas. The next day, it may pick up where it left off of. Um, I could go to sleep um, one night, and I could sleep for two hours and wake up and go around the house and do something and fall back asleep, and it can pick up where it left off. That's just how my dreams operate now. Now, back then, it could have been just terrorizing. And so at that point, even when I was in my 20s, um, I had those dreams and I had things happening to me in my bedroom that I could not understand. And then, you know, you see these movies of people glamorize. It's, it's not glamorous. And I remember I, I started going around the spiritual group and they start calling prophetic people spooks. And I was thinking, gosh, you know, I didn't really like that term, but if there's ever a word or a person that fits that category, it might be me. But, you know we are all fearfully and wonderfully made. So that is my fearfully part. And I didn't understand that every time one of those things were happening to me where the enemy would show up clearly with uh, demonic representation and demonic you know, things in my dreams and but demonic behavior, I didn't know prior to that the Holy Spirit was accessing me. And even after that, he would access me. He would be the one to, to allow me to wake myself up. He would be the one that allowed me to become that lucid dreamer. So at the end of the day, he had always been there. I didn't understand what was going on. Now, on the wake side, things started manifesting in my life. And with that, wow, when they started manifesting, it was people around me that were very close to me noticed and people even tried to help me do things in my life and it never became successful and it was very obvious that something was going on and people thought that something that I was doing something to sabotage my own success and the truth is it wasn't so when you have something on your life that God gave you from birth which he gave all of us and you are not utilizing it he's going to have a way of getting your attention to say hey this is what I gave you it's time to use it so thank God I'm using it now now that's my fearfully. And then to henceforth today, I'm talking to you as my wonderfully made. And I'm okay with who I am. I'm very comfortable with who I am. I understand how God made everything for the best. Now, with all of that, everything that I was um, having access to on the dark side, has been changed around on the light side, 100 fold. There's so many things that God talks to me about the Holy Spirit excuse me, talks to me about so many things that I can see, so many things I can hear, um, the ability to even take myself into a trance. Now, let me just say this. When I say take myself into a trance, you've heard that before. It may sound a little creepy, but when I say that, when you read things in the Bible about the Holy Spirit quickening people in the Spirit and showing them things, He didn't quicken them while they were walking around during the day in the park. He quickened them when they were in the trance. He placed them in the trance. He brought them out of the trance. That's the only way it's going to happen. So I'm really, really, really comfortable with who I am. And when I see people and I say, hey, you know, I'll give them a word or if I'm just being mean, sometimes people don't know how to take me, but that's okay because the Holy Spirit does. They don't have to. Now I say that because for you, I don't know where you are in your life, but I just know this message I'm hoping will bless you because As you can see, I am extremely different and I've never really talked about it that much. (laughs) I don't feel like I have to, uh, except when it's needed to help someone else, right? And I feel like my actions in and of itself speak louder than words. People see me, they see the outside portion, but when my mouth open and they feel, they they hear the works of the Holy Spirit come out, they are astounded. And that, my dear, is one of the reasons why I love ministry. Not because other people are just astounded. I'm astounded as well. Okay, so I can go on and on and on about this all day. But now I want to get on you because I only have but so much time in this podcast. However, like I said before, I'm not sure where you are in your life. But when King David said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, know that Jesus made you from your before you were in your mother's womb. The conception stage. I mean, he literally spoke to you. And by the way, how did he speak to you when you all were talking? Did you speak in English? No, you didn't. Did you speak in Spanish, Portuguese, French? Okay, you get the point. When he spoke to you, he spoke to you in a language that only you and him can understand. That would be the gift of tongues. And it's something that all of us have. He spoke to you in your own language that you and him and nobody else can understand not even the devil himself because he's sitting back trying to listen so i want you to understand you have that ability inside of you that's one of the things that make you fearfully and wonderfully made um a lot of people don't like that they don't believe it they don't agree with it it doesn't matter it's the truth and it is biblically backed up and a lot of times you know um Once again, this depends on where you are with your walk. And I, you know, I'm not expecting for you to just break out in the room, and start speaking in tongues or anything like that. You could, but you know, when you're trying to go to a certain area in your life, it is so important to connect with the Holy Spirit in a way that you've never done before. And this will start coming as you started praying more and spending more time with him. I remember the first time I decided I was going to step out and do have a ministry experience at my home with a group of women. And a lady said, Korea, you're going to have to sit down with the Lord and just pray. And that scared me because at that time, I was not spending the time I needed with the Holy Spirit. So if that thought scares you of sitting down with the Holy Spirit, talking to him about who you truly are, then that, I will have to tell you, part of that can be the enemy. Because he's afraid But once you learn who you truly are, then you're not going to have any need for him anymore. And that's the best thing in the world. That's the best thing. This is why King David says fearfully and wonderfully made. He has so many reasons why he said that. But, you know, one of the things I understand is that, um, you know, we search and search and search and search. And I know that the suicide rates are extremely up. And you see people that have so many great things out there as far as materialistic and what the world considers great. And it's still not enough. There's still this empty void there. And I'm going to tell you, that is that void that only the Holy Spirit can fill. And that is that void, that voice that you hear talking to you from the time you wake up in the morning to the time you go to bed. That is that voice that makes you unique. That makes you who you are. That is that voice of truth. And if you are out there trying to prove things to other people and you want people to see certain things about you, it can never be enough. At some point, the real you is going to beg to come out because that is your truth. That is your inner truth that's begging to come out to be who you are. You know, I just once I started um, speaking and talking and in front of groups of people and, you know, I I, I see people's eyes and they're just. Amazed. And I'm not saying this to brag at all. I'm saying this because it took me some time to get comfortable with who I am and the things that come out of my mouth and the things that I'm passionate about and be okay with it, uh, to say it in a manner that I'm very, very confident on. It took some time to get to that point. So I'm really proud of that. But it's amazing that when people see that, they're wondering, how can you be that comfortable? They're wondering, who are you? You know, a lot of times I look in the mirror and ask, who am I? I am who God says I am. And that's exactly who you are. You are who God says you are, not people. Now, here's the thing. Here's the question. What does God say about you? Now, King David was hurting when he said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy words. God does not make anything trashy. He doesn't make anything old. Used Anything that's not worth a dime, uh, anything that has low self-esteem, he doesn't make any of that. The devil does. The devil tells you that. He creates those thoughts in your mind. And then King David says, marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. So in other words, when he figured out who he was, it was attached to his soul and it was well within his soul. Which means I am okay with who I am. And if I am not who I am, who else is going to be me? But I am no longer here on this earth. That void will never be filled again. There will be people after me. There are people like me. There will be even my kids. But that particular void is not going to be filled. Which goes back to the importance of accomplishing your purpose. Because you are unique. Everyone has their unique identifier as to who God says they are. And this is what we have to find out. Now, I leave that question open and I know it scares the heck out of some people because it's like, now I got to go talk to God about who I am. Well, guess what? He's already been talking to you. The question is, are you listening? Are you listening to who you are and what he's saying about you? It's easy to hear what the world is saying because you hear those voices very loud and clear. But if you quiet your mind, and get into agreement that you're gonna quiet your thoughts, I can promise you you can hear him clearly to everything that he's saying. He's whispering to you that you can do it. He's whispering saying you can go a lot further. He's whispering saying that you are strong as a rock. He's whispering saying you are my foundation, you are my love, you are everything that I have made you to be, the king, the queen. You have all these spiritual gifts that give you wisdom, that give you um, knowledge, that give you strength, that gives you the ability to talk to me in tongues. That gives you the ability to understand tongues. To give you the ability to see miracles, signs, and wonders. He has not stopped doing that. And I think a lot of us believe that, you know, the Old Testament and everything that happened back um, during the biblical time will never happen again because people were just a lot closer to God then. Well, the truth is, that will happen again. And people were there. And everybody was not close to him, just like everybody is not now. But if there was no hope, there would be no us. Hope is like faith. It's not something you can see. You just have to have hope with the Holy Spirit that it will occur, just like faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. So it goes deeper and deeper every time you're clearly dependent on something else that you don't see, but you just have to feel it. So before I get out of here, I want to give you a couple of tidbits about people that were really different and had these big purposes and had no idea who they were until they actually listened to what God said they were. And it was only between them and God that made them accomplish their purpose. So let's talk about Moses, for example, when um, Moses was practically given away as a baby. And when um, Moses' mother couldn't keep him, God had a way of bringing him back to her. And with that, Moses stuttered. So when he saw Jesus, well, when he saw the burning bush, rather, and heard Jesus' voice, it was, God, I, how can I do this? I stutter. I stutter. How is the Pharaoh going to listen to me? And Jesus said, I will give you the words. I will give you the words to say, you just go and do as I told you to do. And sure enough, he did. And we had an entire kingdom of people following after his voice and dependent on him for the things that he thought he could not do. Matter of fact, when he listened to God, guess what? The stuttering went away. Now, he could only accomplish that through God. Other than that, it would not have been done. I think we can agree on that. King David. I know I just read this example from you, but even as a child, see, it's a lot. See, I'm gonna go. I'm going back to the greatness that people kind of knew about themselves as a child, which is kind of big because this is why our children are so important. The enemy loves to attack children because he knows that if he can attack them as a child, if the, in a very bad way, the likelihood of them accomplishing their purpose by the time they are adults becomes slim to none. So this is why we have to really pay attention to our kids. So King David, as a child, was the youngest and was passed over. Was passed over to be called as the king, and sure enough, his brothers laughed at him. Goliath laughed at him. They make fun of him. He was the only one that knew about the confidence that he had within himself. And then he said, "You know what?" He said to Goliath after the Goliath reticuled him. And we had a whole, once again, a whole kingdom of people was dependent on this one decision that David made. He said, I will slay you with the help of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, he did. And because of that, he became King David uh, from a very, very early age. Um, You know, at the end of the day, you know, it can go on and on and on. I'm just thinking about, for example, King Tut. King, king at nine, age nine. I love to tell my son about this one. King Tut became the king at age nine, and we don't know if he was really ready for that. I mean, there's no nothing written about that, but whether he was ready or not, he was King Tut until he was 19, until he died, right? So imagine the responsibility on that. He had a whole kingdom after him, and even if he was afraid that something, whatever he accomplished, he accomplished it with the help of what was within him, okay? See, we're getting down to all this deep inside and spirituality is what is within you that is exactly how the holy spirit makes you get in touch with what's inside of you the last example is very very practical i love this example and you probably heard it recently with um denzel washington i love this one and he talks about how he failed out of college and what if he just listened to what the world said you know what college is not for everybody but they would probably make it like well if you don't go to college you're nobody you know, and the truth is, it's not for everybody. But He knew that in some kind of way, he probably felt it, but he probably wasn't sure. Someone spoke a prophetic word over his life that he will be the great person that he is today and touch many lives. And sure enough, he believed that. And this lady wrote it on a piece of paper. And he placed that paper on his pocket. And he kept that paper throughout his life. And he periodically talks about that. And it's the most amazing thing, I have to tell you. You know, I used to hear a lot about Denzel Washington um, when I was uh, growing up. You know, how much of a great actor he was, how nice looking he was, Yeah, yeah, yada, yada. I mean, he's an actor, right? He's on TV, so people are going to see these things. And I never knew anything about him. But the one time, the first time, and it has been more than one time I've seen him act, by the way. But the first time I've, I saw him act, I could not explain it. But I knew he had something on his life. And now that I know what it is, it is whenever I see him act, I see the love of Christ on his life. I see Jesus. And, you know, that's the best I can explain it. I see that he is living his purpose. And it is so divinely profound that from what I understand, people get very intimidated by him because he is such in his purpose and he's walking in that. And it shows that, you know, he's living that prophetic word. That is Christ on his life. And, you know, that is unmistakable. So what if he had said, you know what? Oh, I feel out of college. Mm-mm. I don't care what this lady says. She's not telling you. He didn't. And this is what I'm telling you today. You've got to be still and listen to what Christ is saying about you. You are unique. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't focus so much on the fearful part. Put them both together because that's how Christ makes you. We are in the center of spiritual warfare, which is why David says, "Fearfully and wonderfully made," and he comes out on top, saying, "Thy works are great," and God makes everything great, including you. And I just hope that that encouraged you today to accept who you are and be who you are and walk in who you are. And you know, I, I of course I I wanted to tell you a little bit about me. Because if you ever think you're different, think about me. I'm very different, too. And so are you. You're really good at being different. (laughs) Like I said, I can go on with this all night. Uh, Thank you for listening to me. This is my time. Uh, You can look me up on um, podcast.cardia.com. I'm on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play, Stitcher. Also, feel free to shoot me an email, love at cardelia.com, C-A-R-D-E-L-I-A.com. I I really would love to hear from you. I would love to hear how um, this has changed and applied to your life. And, you know, I know that these podcasts that I give, they're not typical everyday kind of bubblegum talk here. This is really deep stuff. And i I got to tell you, if you're listening to it's because the Holy Spirit has you listening. And um, I really do believe that. Um, I've got several testimonies from that. And I just feel that this is going to be used to make a big, big difference in someone's life today. So thank you. Jesus loves you. And so do I. Stay tuned for the rest of season two. I'm very excited. It's going to be a blessing. Have a good one.